So 561 Music now has a hotline. You can call us anytime at 561-203-9122 and ask us any questions you like, um, you know, some humorous ones or something about um, the guests we've had on the show or questions about gear or questions about the festival or anything you like. Um, it's, of course, 561 203 9122. We would love to hear from you. Um, we did a pretty fun little message, so you get to hear that too. Um, even if you just call up to listen to me and Hector trying to do a good phone message, that's a good enough reason. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you, so uh, please get in touch. Hi guys, I know everyone says this on every YouTube channel, but please, could you like and subscribe to 561 Music Podcast? It's a local music podcast and all we're trying to do is help local musicians get some exposure. So if you could like it, subscribe it, and uh, also hit the notifications button on the episode, we would really, really appreciate it. And if you're feeling generous, you could subscribe to the Spotify as well. Thank you. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. Oh, is it good to have you back, my friend? No, it sucks, man. I'm going back to Columbia. <laughs> I have to admit, I really want to come with you. Columbia. It was uh, it was an experience, man. The first couple of days, I was uh, I was real nervous. I mean, I, I have high anxiety to begin with, man. And so I got there, and you know, of course, there's all the stories about Columbia and everything. And then day one, I'm there, and there was a freaking 6.3 on the Richter scale earthquake. Oh wow! Well, yeah, that's about, right. Yeah. Just about crapped myself, man. I've never been in an earthquake before, so that was that was just like, what the hell is I mean, going on? Who has been in a big earthquake? Not that many. No, people. man, it sucked. And then and then I was just fighting the elements, and it was raining, and I was trying to get the street painting done. And it was just, it was a rough couple of like first two days. Um, but then I just, you know, like I got done with the street painting finally, and I started venturing out on my own a little bit and you know, exploring the city. And man, I had a blast. I didn't want to come home. I was having so such glad. a good time, man. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. That's it. I think you know, with places like that, the truth is that people are people. You get nice people and assholes wherever you go, and and um, most people are nice wherever you go. You know. Well, here's the thing, time. man. Like you know, I was walking around, and there was a lot of. Um, there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of buildings and stuff that were um, a bit run down or, you know, some homeless people on the street or stuff like that. I mean, it was no different than like, you know, downtown New York or downtown Miami or downtown L.A. or something like, you yeah. know, you know, I, everybody has these like stigmas about Columbia. It was fine. It was no different than a big city in, in the United States, you know. Yeah. no, I Except everybody spoke Spanish. And it was cheap as hell, dude. <laughs> I bought dinner at one point. They were buying everything for me because it was part of the deal of me going over there. And I decided I was going to, you know, be the nice guy and buy everybody dinner one night. And it was about six of us, man. I bought a couple of rounds of beers um, and full dinner, like full dinner, dessert, everything for six of us. And then the lady tells me it was like 97,000, you know, Colombian pesos. And I, my eyes went like, oh, wait, how much? And then I did the calculation. It was like $24. Yeah. It was ridiculous. No, that, that's <laughs> it, man. It, you know, I've done a fair amount of traveling myself, and, it, and it's <clears throat> great that, you know, that's one of the upsides for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, it was crazy. It yeah. was crazy. You can you can go over there with $1,000 and live for a month like a king. It's yeah. unbelievable how cheap it is. And I feel like in those countries in South America, there's a lot of the old buildings still up, you know? Yeah. It's like all the history. It's great. That was the cool thing, man, just walking around i mean you know yeah there were some rundown buildings and yeah there were some brand new beautiful buildings but i mean you know there were some buildings like old churches and things like that that were just so cool i got i went i actually got to the top of uh of uh montserrat which is a monastery a sanctuary there um it's almost two miles high on the top of the mountain and that was that was incredible i mean the church was incredible the st i took the stairs on the way down I actually screwed my knee up on the process but oh, um took the stairs on the way down which the stairs were like made of stone carved out of the mountain it was just such a cool man such a cool like experience and vibe over there it was fun yeah, man. i had a really good time do you think they would like bluegrass <laughs> actually i i played our album to uh to a bunch of the artists over there um the colombian artists and stuff and um and they were all digging it and they all followed us on spotify 
Spotify. Oh, nice. Yeah, every one of them follows on Spotify. So one of them actually, one of them wants to buy an album. I got to ship it over to them. That's so cool. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. We've got to figure out a way to get over there. It wouldn't be a, uh, it, it wouldn't be a money-making escapade, oh, but I'll tell you what, it would be fun. It would be really fun. They said that there's a few bands over there that are like that, that are, that are kind of that like folk or folk punk i mean they're spanish bands but i think it would be a riot to play with these like folk spanish bands man yeah did you see any bands when you were there i you know i saw one band um i, I didn't really go out to like bars per se we were like hanging out in the hotel a lot and hanging out in like just other places and things like that and like some touristy places and things um so if we were like hanging out and having a couple of beers or something it was typically like in the hotel we were all just chilling out and you know it was just cheaper to do that um and so i didn't really go to too many bars or anything but there was one place we went to to go shoot some pool and stuff and there was like um there was a small band there it was like a thing of three piece but it was it was rock yeah you know but it was like did it have that covers, like andean kind of like um did, did they have a uh, pan pipes? no 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 but it was like it was rock but it was covers right of american songs in Spanish, it was the oh. weirdest thing. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, I suppose one of the big pluses is that you can speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know that yeah. that's a huge thing. I think know? that made it. I think that made it a whole lot easier. If I could, if I couldn't communicate with them, and if I was like, um, if you know, if they were, if they could communicate communicate with me, and I couldn't communicate with them, I think that would have made it a completely different tense situation, and I probably wouldn't have had as much fun. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. You know, when I went to Bolivia and Peru with um, Christy. We had a really, really good time, but you know, the the language barrier is a thing, that's for yeah. sure. I, I worked really hard at getting my Spanish better, but I mean, you know, if you spend three months kind of trying to like learn a language that you've yeah. never tried to learn before, you're never going to get that far. Well, I, I just didn't, you know, I mean, I, I you know, I speak Spanish at, at you know, my parents' house and stuff like that, but not that often, you right? Because usually either my wife's there or my kids are there and they don't speak Spanish. So I, I speak English around them to my mom and my mom answers me back in English. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, seven straight days of only speaking Spanish. I mean, that's probably the most Spanish I've spoken in a really long time, you know? No, I feel that. And one of the good things about that is it's like when you're in a situation where you have no other choice, um, it's just so great for your for your for yeah. that language, yeah. for your fluency, you know? Because yeah. all of a sudden you find yourself saying stuff you didn't even really know you could say. Could well, say. I mean, there's that, yeah. but then there's the flip side of the coin where I would say something thinking i was saying one thing and i was actually saying something else and they're like what what and, oh, and then man. i would say i would say it again and they start laughing at me or something and be like no no you just said this and i'm like oh crap <laughs> 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 or like or like just like you know just like uh british and, and and american english you know there's there's certain words you guys use for certain things the slangy kind of stuff yeah the certain, right words yeah certain right right exactly and certain <laughs> certain slang things that we use that are different from your words that mean different things or whatever and so it's the same thing in the spanish culture you know cuban and um and colombian and uh, ecuadorian and spain you know they all have different their own dialects a little bit you know their own their own kind of buzzwords and stuff and so yeah. they were using some words to uh describe my artwork when it was done they were like talking about my artwork and how great it was and what an awesome artist i was but the words they were using in in cuban spanish basically meant like it's fucked like the difference between shit and the shit well you know yeah exactly yeah, like yeah. it was like it's fucked like i thought they were saying that the artwork was fucked and that i was and that i was you know terrible and then i was like what and they're like no 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 we mean this and then yeah, they change it they're yeah, like yeah. we mean the artwork is amazing and you're incredible and i was like Whoo. <laughs> i was like all right so, yeah yeah so it was it was cool though it was yeah, fun it was cool that man. whole was, bad meaning good thing yeah things can mean like the exact opposite yeah you know? yeah, yeah that's yeah, really yeah, funny yeah that's great well we i'm so glad to have you back i really am oh, and and super proud of you that went over there and did some chalk painting that's like that's some big boy shit man that's yeah, awesome that, yeah I was, i'm glad i went i you know i was a little bit nervous about going but I, i'm really glad i did it i'm really yeah. glad i got over it and just went no no doubt about it man so we have chronic combustion with us how's it going guys what's up dudes yeah, it's going good. still alive good i like well, that's always a plus yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like, wait fun fact i'm colombian are you really? really? Yeah. Born oh, there? Cool. No, I was okay. born here, but before my parents are from Medellin. Have you been? Yeah, I went there for three weeks. Yeah, this like was when I was in high school. This was Bogota. I was in. And, oh, the uh, capital! Don't yeah. tell my mom that. My mom will be like, "Ah, capital people." It's <laughs> 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 just a rivalry. That that's uh, I I believe it. I believe it. all the country. There's a lot of countries that are Spanish speaking mm -hmm. countries that are like that. You but know? here, another fun fact. Yeah. yeah, my mom used to date one of Pablo Escobar's like top dudes. Oh my oh, god! Oh wow! Yeah, I was like. How did that even happen? He's like, I don't know. I was young. I was like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you know, but 
you know, the, the coca leaf is not just for cocaine. Like they use it for like medicinal purposes and things like that. Yeah. So you can actually walk into a store and, and buy like a pharmacy and I, buy a bag I of like done. coca leaf. Totally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the first time I saw it, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what? I mean, it takes, a lot, it takes a lot of processing to make it into cocaine. You have yeah. to do a lot yeah. of stuff to yeah. it. Yeah, because you just like chew I on know. them, right? It's it like, took me forever. Yeah, it's like no, you chew on them and it's like <laughs> only like a hundredth as strong as cocaine or something like that yeah exactly yeah, you gotta you gotta melt it down and mix it with all these chemicals yeah, once gasoline the last time and you stuff were, yeah that's see that's why there? that's why I'd, last time i went yeah uh high school okay i want to go back by myself i know spanish i'm good i'm good to go i can survive yeah but i want to go to cartagena oh so yeah. about, like that spanish architect and that big four i was like yeah i need to go there one day yeah there's a lot i mean like i said i only spent the time in bogota and I, there was a lot of other cities that i would have loved to have gone to so i could go there for a month and be like not oh bored. you'll be not chilling bored. yeah not mm-hmm. bored. yeah there's so much history there man it's crazy yeah no i believe it i can't wait and my friend craig is he goes to see his dad about every three months and he's been um He's been saying to me, I mean, he's, he's, that's not like his, you know, he has his given name is, is something else, but, yeah. but um, that's where he goes by. But, Pablo um, Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, yeah, he, you know, he keeps saying to me, we should, we should go. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we should all go. Well, we should. We, we should, should all go. Yeah, yeah. You come with us. We should all go to <laughs> Colombia. Just go to okay. <laughs> let's, yeah, go. let's go. Screw the podcast. I haven't been there. I've been, uh, I've, the only place I've been like South America or Central America is a, uh, Costa Rica, which, okay. um, like you guys were saying, it's like you know, Super you go you go to the cities, and it's pretty much just like any, you know, yeah. big American city. You know, same traffic as New York. Um, all yeah, that shit. it's a beautiful place too. One of the few like places on Earth that's like not completely stripped of all of its yeah. natural resources. Yeah, for yeah. real. You know, I, I think we should change this podcast as a travel podcast. Travel, yeah. travel podcast. All go on vacation and then and come, come back, back and, and talk about, about travel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah, chronic combustion. Where did that name come from? Uh, we used to be called Intolerance, right? Right. But then we realized there's like seven bands called Intolerance. Oh, okay. Yeah, so me sense. and my ex-guitar player were like, we need a new name. And then she just came up with that. I was like, okay, I don't know any other band with that name. No, it We just stuck good. with it. It works. Sort of like, uh, what is it? I'm trying to figure out what it means. So something explodes, but explodes like really seriously. Uh, it, could, <laughs> it, it could mean, it could mean something that's just on fire forever oh there you or go. it could be weed mm-hmm. you sm- chronic as weed. Yeah. Burning, burning some chronic of course i didn't think about that side of it yeah yeah that makes total sense now <laughs> um, you can mean whatever you want to mean <laughs> <laughs> so zach how how long have you been playing guitar and how did when when did you when did you first how what was your like early years with playing music like how did you get into playing music originally um so i've been playing like four Almost four years now. Um, I started playing like December 2019-ish. Um, I kind of just got into it because like, um, I don't know, I spent the most of my childhood listening to like maybe 30-ish, 30-ish songs and just video game soundtracks. But um, right. then around the age of like 17 or so, like something just awakened in me and I just started having a much greater appreciation for music as a whole um and i just started listening to a lot of metal stuff like that um and i've and i tried to get into like uh i think a few other instruments like i tried learning like piano and stuff it just didn't interest me as much but then i was like let me try guitar and then um yeah i tried guitar and uh i liked it a lot um so that's how i got into it that's awesome, dude. Did you have you had lessons? Uh, a few here and there, but like I'm mostly self-taught. Yeah. And what what were some of the sort of early when you were learning guitar? Like what what were your, some of your influences? Like what were you trying to sound like when you when you started out? Uh, around that time, I was listening to a lot of like the classic heavy metal, um, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Judas yeah, Priest, yeah. that kind of stuff. Which you know if you listen to Jesus Priest, it's not the like best for a beginner, but there's some Sabbath stuff that I was able to play yeah. pretty well. You know, I um I started getting into like the heavier shit around like um, I wanna say twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Right. Uh something like that. Yeah, cool. How old are you, man? I'm twenty three now. Gotcha. 
So, um, yeah, it's a spring chicken, you know, in com- comparison to me anyway. I'm literally 20 years older than you. <laughs> 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 I wish I was 23. But, yeah, so, you, you know, you started quite... Uh, so you've been playing guitar for about four years. So when you started when you were about 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was okay. 19. Yeah, I think I was, I was 13, 14 when I picked up the guitar. So it, it's not... Yeah, it's not late, but it's not early. It's like right in the middle there. yeah. yeah. But, which you know, it's a, it was a. I feel it was a pretty good time to start for me. I mean, I'm yeah, not, I'm sure. not too old that I have like no neuroplasticity left, and <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just impossible for me to learn anything new. But I'm old enough that I can actually like, I, my parents tried to um, teach me guitar, or not teach me guitar, but put me in guitar lessons like when I was, I, I don't, God knows how old I was, younger, um, right. you know, ADHD kid. Um, him, my dad had gotten a um, like just this shit ass classical guitar, and I was in some group lessons. You know, they showed us a few chords. I couldn't get into it, but when I was actually, you know, I was able to get an electric guitar, and that when I was, you know, old enough to have like an actual attention span, um, and yeah, it became a lot easier for me to like get into it that way yeah nice, plus i man. actually had like an, an actually developed musical taste so yeah. um that helped a lot in like figuring out where i wanted to go yeah you have like an avenue <laughs> yeah. like you're, you're heading down it that that is helpful actually you gotta want to do it i mean yeah. you know your parents putting you in when you're when you're little if you have no desire to do it at that yeah. time I'm, it's just i probably would have if it were like as easy as some people <laughs> imagine if i were able to go to two classes and be playing like Van Halen I would have I would have loved that shit but um, playing guitar is hard I but, think people <laughs> underestimate how hard it's going to be for sure yeah it's it's easy to easy to get like the basics down but like getting like actually good at it which I don't know if I'd even consider myself good cuz you know I've only been playing a few years can but um yeah it's it's fun um once you start learning and stuff once you get the basics down you just practice those more and then you get into the real fun shit like you learn you learn stuff like pinch harmonics and then you're like oh this i can do all the cool shit now <laughs> not all the cool shit but cool enough a lot of the cool shit is pinch yeah. harmonics that's for sure yeah, yeah zach yeah. wild thank you <laughs> do you um do you practice a lot to this day are you, are you oh practicing yeah. every day yeah yeah up yeah. every maybe not every day, but um, for I practice uh, throughout the week. You know, a lot of the metal guys, you know, a lot of you guys who play metal do practice a lot. You know, yeah. I, I noticed that. And you've got to really because the ty- the the music demands it. You know, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, um, I say yours does. No, it goes killing the music. So Jordan, how did you find yourself getting into music originally? Well, I always like grew up listening to music, but it was like my mom's like bajanato salsa music, which growing up I always hated because you know once you hear that it was cleaning day, so I had a, I had a routine in my head. I'm like ugh, but then my mom dated this one dude who was all into like the hard like rock, so I got into it. Then one day I got gifted Guitar Hero Three. Yeah, and then you know how the last songs are all like the fast heavy stuff. I was like yeah. whoa, they're still faster than ACDC. So that's when I started getting into that type of music. But I was really into Dragon Force. See, okay. I wanted to be like Zach, okay, a cool-ass gotcha. guitar player. <laughs> but I'm just dumb, and I never learned how to play guitar ever. Right, right. I've had too many classes. I just, my brain is like, nah. <laughs> nah, that ain't going to work. I even have like a Herman Lee signature Ibanez right. that I haven't dropped in. I just chugs. He probably hates that. <laughs> but... So I remember in high school, this one girl's like, Jordan, you ever listen to death metal? I was like, death metal? What's that? It's like, listen to Dying Fetus. I was like, what? <laughs> and then that's when I started getting into death metal. I had a huge death metal phase. Okay. Until one day, I stumbled upon Obscene Extreme Festival. Right. I was like, I was like Obscene Extreme? I never heard of that big fest. It's like a metal fest. And the first video I clicked on was Guttalax. Right. I was like, Guttalax? What's this? And it's a guy frog croaking. Yeah. And I was like... This is the best shit I've ever listened to. <laughs> and then my music taste has gone downhill. <laughs> From there, it's been frog croaks, poopy noises, just pouring, fucking moaning through all the song samples. But yeah, sure. It, I don't know. I just like it because it's so different. It's like out there. It's not like 
some of the death metal guys being as serious as they can, like, uh, uh, killing. All these songs are like poop fart, poop poop fart. I'm like, <laughs> I like that, you know. <laughs> would you say that? Um, would you say that the, the, you know, this particularly this this subgenre of metal that, that you're into, like grindcore sort of sludge, type yeah, sludge, music. gore grind, porno grind, Go- all that. Yeah. Um, would you say that it's a uh, it's just for the kind of fun of doing it, or would you say that it's kind of like avant garde, kind of like? Uh, like an artistic statement i think i think it's both depends on who you ask yeah and there's also like an other divide like there's like the grindcore like gore grind people and i want to keep it like the hardcore punk style where it's like political and serious and all that stuff but then there's a uh, poop fart guys yeah so there's like that divide which which side would you say the poop you're on? fart? <laughs> I, all the songs are dumb. I'm just like poop fart, like shit piss cum. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like you don't have to be that serious. Yeah, you for could sure. just like have fun, you know. Just no. want to make a song about like shitting and pissing. Like life yeah. is stupid. Mm-hmm. Life is stupid. I give you that. I feel like in the end, when you die, it's like, oh well. This didn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. May as well have fun along the way, mm-hmm. you know. So we originally met um, at Propaganda, d- different shows over the years, and um, uh, yeah, when you would put uh, your mask on, um, like it reminded me that you know, seeing you at No Name Scarband shows because we used to do the same thing, and we used to have those awesome masks. Um, it was a lot of fun wearing the ski masks. I love the anonymity; it's cool. But um, yeah, so uh, like. Are you still going out to propaganda regularly? Do you live in Lake Worth? No, I don't live in Lake Worth. I live in Wellington. Right, gotcha. But, like, I still go to prop. I still try to go out to all the shows and stuff. It's just lately, it's just been really tired because I've been working, like, all day now. Gotcha. And, like, the bill, like, nothing's getting cheaper now. So it's like, well, it's like, do I go out this week or, like, do I get Taco Bell? Like, yeah, I know that thing. It's a hard balance now. (laughs) But I still still try to go out. I I might go to prop on Friday for that. Disco fest. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, punk fest. Or yeah, the name. I need to go out more. The um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So like, even even though you're like super into metal, though, um, you'll go to other stuff, right? Like you don't mm, really care yeah. what it is. Because when I had that anti-metal phase. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little bit about your anti-metal phase. What happened there? Oh, it was basically when the first time the band broke up, I was just like, uh, you know what? I don't need metal. Right. So I just started, <laughs> I just started going to like reggae shows, like folk shows, where I met you. Yeah, yeah. Um, ska shows, and I was like, whoa, well, there's other music other than metal that people could actually enjoy, and it's a whole different vibe. Yeah. Sometimes when you go to metal shows, like, you know, you can, you know, there's that try hard corner. Yeah. Those metal yeah. heads are like, yeah, we're the metal band. Uh. No but like, weak I reg- shit. yeah, <laughs> no, no weak shit here. But then at the ska shows, everybody's like, ska, yeah. And yeah, reggae yeah. shows, everybody's like, jamming. Yeah, so I'm like, totally. It's a whole different vibe. I kind of like it. It's, it's like competitive gaming. Once people start taking themselves too seriously, it just stops being fun. Mm-hmm. Well, that is true. I agree with that. That is a. 100 percent true <laughs> yeah and i feel like metal's a world you know it's like it I, I it's like anything of these sort of genres of music you start thinking music is the genre like you can't see outside of it you know what i mean that that, that happens to quite a lot of people but um you know but by the same token there's plenty of people like you for example who have you know very varied very taste in music what about you zach do you go to other shows yeah, yeah. Um, I'm big fan of. I, I like like reggae school. Um, rap rock, psychedelic rock. Big fan of psychedelic. Um, I go to rap here and there. Punk. I okay, like. cool. So you're, just, you're going to see whatever you just enjoy. Yeah, it yeah. I mean, there's not really a whole lot of music genres I don't like really enjoy. I mean, if I had to pick a least favorite genre, it would probably be pop. Okay, but like even pop. I thought you were going to say country. Almost everyone says uh, country. I say. Country. I, I can't even. <laughs> say, I can't say I've listened to enough country to have a proper opinion. That's on even it. more of a diss. I like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, country. I don't even know her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, great. Yeah, the uh, like and even pop has like some songs. I gotta say they're bangers. You know, it's like I I can't say there's like any genre of music that's like wholly terrible no exactly the word even is just kind of stupid you know i agree with that so when it comes to recording your music like how do you guys go about that <laughs> literally just somebody's house with a laptop as yeah. the software 
little focus right, just plug straight in. He did a good job. Sounds great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My old drummer, dude, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's been recording his own stuff for, like, years. I was like, I, I knew he could do it. Yeah, you you know it's, it's you don't really need all this fancy gear. You know, I get I can get like really caught up in like spending tons of money on different stuff, plugins, da da da. But you don't, you know, you can get a lot done with very little. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Also know? depends on the genre. Like sludge grind, nobody cares if you have like the worst like black metal quality. They're all just like, oh, this is normal. Yeah, right, that, yeah. that's just a standard. Yeah, they're just genre. standard. Like, wait, <laughs> like, wait, wait. You actually have production? Yeah. 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 What the fuck? Oh, it makes it worse. <laughs> it yeah. Yeah, totally. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Who makes it? Like, who makes the masters? Just whoever's recording it for you? Yeah, just yeah. whoever can do that, it. That's going to be uh, That's gonna be us next time. I mean, we're going to be on our own. Do you know how to mix? No, me neither. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It'll be a nice learning experience. Or yeah, you can just do straight up raw. Just raw dog yeah. it. No loop. <laughs> just, just release it just like that. I don't know. I just I just uh, open up the EQ thingy, move around the little wavy thing until <laughs> until it sounds good. Yeah, if, if I'm honest with you, I think that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't need an audio engineering degree. I can I have my intuition. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us for more recording tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, Despite being like a metal band, I think you're the most punk rock like outfit we've had on this show, right? <laughs> Super awesome. I mean, I mean, a grindcore is like punk adjacent, anyways. So. Yeah, subgenre of hardcore punk. <clears throat> Does it, I, I, and sounds badass. So tell me about this witch fucker tune. What's that about? Fucking witches. <laughs> yeah, witch pussy. Basically, I mean. Uh, my old guitar player heard it from a game called Witcher. I guess one of the insults were Witchfucker. Uh, so I was like, okay. okay, I'll just make it a song and awesome. then just talk about like witch, just fucking witches, basically. Yeah. <laughs> There's not really any like tense metaphors in it. <laughs> basically, what the song titles are is basically what the song's about. I don't, right. I don't really try to keep it nice and literal. Yeah. yeah. People, but, a- people ask you, like, oh, what does is, what is witch fucker stand for? And you're like, uh, uh, fucking witches. Witch pussy, bro. <laughs> witch, <Why>? pussy. <laughs> witch pussy, warlock cock, witch gawk. We don't, we don't discriminate here. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, this is fun. Uh, my mom's going to love this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my mom, yeah. too. My mom's going to be like, yeah. ah, John Don, why'd you say that? I'm going to be like, oh. Your mom sounds Asian. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> so uh, how, how many gigs are, are you, do you guys play out a lot? Like, you said you had some, we were talking earlier, and you said you played in, in August. Didn't you play right next door recently? Yeah. 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 My yeah. bass player set up a whole rap show. We are like the only metal band, but it was... They know how to mosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a cool. good show. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the better ones we've had, probably <laughs> in a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, how many times did you play in August? <clears throat> we played three. Okay, it's like weird because like we'll not play shows for like three months because of like trying to find a drummer or drum tracks or something happened, and then like as soon as August hit, we're like, all right, we'll have three shows. So basically, still averages a one show a month. Right. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, totally. No, it's awesome. Um, so. I'm curious, like, do, how often do you practice, and where do you practice? <laughs> His garage. Yeah. And, like, we try to get like once a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. We try, try. Mm-hmm. Once a week isn't bad. I mean, you know, like, once a week's the right amount. That's more than what we're but, doing. <laughs> <laughs> we get, I mean, you know, I, I do know. my best. But you guys play like every day, right? So yeah. every day is like I mean, practice. So that's basically practice. I mean, playing. We play a few times a week yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, we. And speaking of which. Tomorrow is Thursday. <laughs> I'm feeling a little sick right now. So I have a fever. I don't know if I can. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. We don't even need to like practice that much. Honestly, yeah, he, that he, he, he just does whatever. I just like, if I feel rusty, I just put on the tracks we have and play to them. Our bassist, she, she, she's got it. She just, if she falls behind, she just hits that open B, and that, and that does the job. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, what's the, uh, like, what's the plan? Are you, are you guys going to uh, be writing some more tunes soon? Yeah, we, we should actually do that. <laughs> we could do that Sunday, probably. We could just get we it done on Sunday. Honestly, on. we could probably <laughs> record everything on like one day. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Easy, just write out the riffs, simple riffs. We just don't have a drummer. Yeah, I mean, some of the best songs are made just like that, you know. 
Oh yeah, Juicy Par- Jazz was five minutes. Yeah, Paranoid. You know, Sabbath made that in two hours. It was supposed to be just a filler track. Really? Yeah, yeah. They um, their producers basically told them, "Hey, album's too short. We need an extra song." They're like, "Okay, uh, Paranoid. Uh, fucking wrote some lyrics." And a riff, matter of two hours, and it became like one of their most well-known songs. That's funny. Yeah, that's super that's usually how it happens, though. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I, I know with Killbillies, you know, some of the songs that we've written, the, the better. We, you, if you spend hours and hours and hours laboring and laboring and laboring over a song to make it good, it usually means the original idea wasn't that great. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we've definitely, I've definitely, that's happened to us a bunch of times. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, so. For the uninitiated, who are some sludge bands and um, and some grind bands that people should listen to? Sludge will be like the classic I Hate God, Acid Bath, Soylent Green. Yeah, you know more sludge bands than me. Yeah. I mean, grind I, bands I just never yeah. remember because I just go on playlists and there's like many of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also yeah. like gore grind, like Guttalax, Arabello, um, what's that? Farmal Dillet or whatever. They're like a noise sludge grind band. Okay. He has like 200 albums. Pig just, Destroyer is good. Pig Destroyer, yeah. that's classic. Yeah. Insect Warfare. Okay. Classic grind band. Yeah, I know Pig Destroyer. I know oh. a few of those, actually. I know Soylent Green. <laughs> Napalm Death. <laughs> the literally yeah. inventors. The, the <laughs> grindcore <laughs> the, band. Okay, I didn't know. I mean, I know Napalm Death, but I didn't realize they were, ba- they were like the original. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they started it all. Oh, awesome. Carcass basically started gore grind, but then they were like, Oh, I'm gonna go to melodic death metal. I'm like, nah, dude, nah. I don't like that. To this day, I don't like that. So I think this is it. Seeing as we've been talking a lot about it, I think now is a good time to listen to this tune. Let's do it. Let's 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 get your song on, and uh, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Sound good? All right. Cool. Yeah.
Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music. We are a local music podcast that is completely designed to promote and um, shed light on local music. And if you would like to be a part of that, we're looking for sponsors. So um, you could have your ads in the episode and in all the show notes, and we'll, we will read you bespoke ads, or you can write your own ads yourselves. Um, if you want to find us, you can find us at 561 Music Podcast on the socials or www.561music.com. We'd love it if you got in touch. Thanks a lot. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road. And it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where, you know, that brings people together. Um, you all take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel uh, uh, nice. It's not particularly intoxicating. It's not like drinking alcohol. So the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam. Or baby foot, as they call it in France. And... Uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy, and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there. All sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band. And his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day -day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age you know six or seven years old all the way up to 80 you know there's no age limit here um we've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults but really the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands um we are also a studio a live stream venue and can, we can record audio or video the killbillies live album warts and all was recorded here it was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, but outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK and we have full audio visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. All right, so we just listened to an ad for Live Music Community. Um, could you tell us, um, give us a little bit of advice for upcoming musicians? Why don't we start with you, Zach? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a like, beer musician myself, but what I'm finding, just don't take, don't take yourself too seriously. Have fun. If you if you start out like immediately like trying to go oh I'm gonna be the biggest the baddest you know it's like um, I'm gonna if if you have like just those massive I mean if if you have huge aspirations and that's like what motivates you fine but if for me personally I just feel like if the most important thing is you just have fun with it. And yeah. that's that's what matters. Is that's what music is all about. It's just 100%. the just the fun of it all, the experience. Yeah, that's no, great yeah. advice. You got anything for us, Jordan? 
we need more drummers out here. <laughs> Want to make easy money, dude? Everybody needs a drummer. <laughs> Join like five bands, you're pretty pretty much good to go. Yeah, no, it's good advice. <laughs> we did, we definitely need more drummers out here. Uh, Kilbilly's kind of a. Uh, skirted the issue when we played dr the drums with right. our feet but, yeah. but no it'd be great to have some more drummers um yeah anything else any any other little tidbits uh just have fun you know yeah like man. at the end that's what it's all about just having fun you know like it's not competition it's just chill have fun you know what i couldn't agree more and one of the things that just drives me to distraction something that just drives me nuts is like the 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 music talent show things i just i never never oh, understood that the like battle of the, the, battle bands. Of the bands yeah anything like that i just find so stupid it's like how can you make some how you make music into a competition there's not it's a subjective medium you know yeah. it doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah like, i'm not gonna throw shade but like it's clear what type of bands they like yeah. <laughs> just saying <laughs> yeah totally i agree with that anyway um so could you tell us a little bit about i guess we already talked about it but um so yeah which fucker how did that come about we just listened to it so um to tell it remind me what happened with the with the writing and recording of which fucker oh it was just a name and i was like well I never played Witcher. I know about fucking witches, I think. <laughs> so that's literally the, all okay. the lyrics. Is just and, and you recorded it at your old bass player's house? Is that one of the ones? My old drummer's house, yeah. Your old drummer's house? Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was, uh, yeah, it's on It's on the record uh, West Peak Beach, right? Mm -hmm. uh, extra Vile it Edition. It's on the Extra Vile Edition. The, the, the Superior Edition than the other one. Yeah, Witcher. Just saying. <laughs> West Peak Beach Extra Vile Edition is the coolest name for a record I maybe have ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good-ass oh. album cover on that one, too. Yeah. I want to shoot a music video for that. West Peak Beach, like in downtown Clematis. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think anybody wants to scale those, like, you know, the high-rises that they're building, they're getting built? Yeah. I want to scale it and be, like, at the top and I shoot at the top. I think it'd be cool if you were on Clematis and you're just blasting puke at each other. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just, cool. start, just go to Clematis, start throwing up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole music video, just everybody throwing yeah. up. You yeah. know when they do that thing where they kind of put like a hose and you can't see the hose and it's just like spraying. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna be authentic. I'm just gotta, gonna get blasted in the to just puke. Gotta do it like right in front of respects too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like you feed you loads of like warm salty water down on Clematis Street and like have you all puke up and I'm gonna film you. It's gonna be easy. Great. It's probably gonna be one of those things like this, you know, like the comedy movies where like you know one person pukes and it like turn somebody's stomach and then they puke and then somebody <laughs> yeah. else is like oh god I can't stand the smoke and then they Dude, puke they, yeah. before you know it everybody on Clematis was puking yeah, <laughs> do they it. still make Epic Hap is that a thing that's still yes. around because that yes. that's like that would be just a godsend for a music video a puke music video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we got to do it during like a family event. <laughs> uh, like the most clematis family event. You know, the farmer's market. Oh. <laughs> Start oh, throwing up there. Ruin their Moon day. Fest. <laughs> puke there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. So you said um, we were talking in the break and um, you said that you have a, f you, you, you put on a festival. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Sounds from the anus fest. So what sounds from the anus all about? Well, uh, other than farts. Well, because I had the idea, right? Because like a lot of like bands that are like don't fit like the mold mold, you know. I feel like they kind of get like skirted away. So anus fest, I was like, well, people probably think these bands are ass, but no, they're just different genres that yeah. people aren't used to. So I was like, I'm just gonna get all those bands together and just have a whole fest about it. Cause to me, I like all, I like all types of genres, even if it's a weird like noise stuff. I'm like. They still, everybody should get a platform, you know? Yeah. So that's why I made it. Yeah, cool, man. So when's the next one? Uh, I try to do it like every six months. So probably right. sometime in January, but I just got to get a location for it. And then I'm good to go. Yeah, cool, man. All right. Um, what kind of guitar you play, Zach? Um, I have a few, but my main one is my LTD Viper 400. Right. Um, just, it's absolute beast in its sound and it's a beautiful guitar too just this like nice pink to purple fade oh, uh, sick. i love it 
Uh, do you use an amp or have you got a uh, one of these like because i feel like these days everyone's using and you know like an emulator pedal thing um yeah i use a boss katana um nothing super fancy um yeah. when we play live we just use a katana head and the we uh got, we got one, one, right, one right behind bed yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the, that's a 50 is it yeah yeah i got a 100 we gotcha. use just like a, a katana head and a 300 watt speaker for the uh the classic line six yeah four by 12 cool man yeah um all right so when's your next when, like when's your next show september 1st we don't have a drummer but that means we could either get a fill that would be cool yeah drum track so if anyone's watching this um and they want to play with a sludge band on september 1st now is the time to get in touch right mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I got all the drumming tutorial videos on my phone yep. send you that drive easy, so, easy to go we're on Instagram find us so not having a drummer um, right now you had a story you were sharing with us at the beginning um, before we started recording that oh. uh, about a show you guys had where your drummer dropped out like day of why don't you mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that yeah because yeah, he had a family emergency which is understandable so we go in yeah, it was the day of. I was like, well, down there's only three bands. I'm like, I don't want to drop out and only have two bands. It's like, the show was like for charity. Yeah. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, man, I wrote all the songs. I could play them <laughs> on drums. No problem. <laughs> so I roll in there because I asked the band previous so I could use their set. So I sit there. I'm like, ah, shit, this is a lot of drum set. <laughs> so I tried the first song. It failed miserably. And then the drummer from World Eater, because I asked him, I was like, hey, you just want to do an improvised set? And I guess he felt bad from my poor performance. He came up, and then he started playing something, but I guess the monitor, nobody could hear anything. So it just sounded like random stuff. <laughs> so he left, and then the guitar player from Maloons, they're from Quebec, they played with us. Right. He was like, <laughs> he just was like, all right, I'll play. <laughs> and then he just got up and just started blast beating, just playing a bunch of stuff. And we're all just like, well, I guess this is the set now. So he just rolled with it. He just tried to improvise that whole show. He wasn't in the band, but he was. Yeah, he was, was there. It was a. It was a. It was. It was. It was good for what it was. <laughs> um, there, there's some good material there. We might include a line from that song from oh that set God, on one of that. our one of our upcoming uh, songs on the new EP. <laughs> Excellent. So what? Um, the other question I want to ask you is, you once supported the Toasters. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. So we get messaged. They're like, oh, you want to play a show in Fort Myers on Sunday? I was like, oh, Fort Myers? I used to live in Cape Coral. It'll be cool to go back, see my family and all that. And I was like, oh, what band are we playing with? They're like, the Toasters. I'm like, who the fuck are the Toasters? I never heard of the Toasters before. <laughs> so I looked them up. It was during their like 40 years of ska tour. I'm like, yeah. oh God. <laughs> but we did it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. we got there. We played second, right? I feel bad. The first band should have played second because they're a rockabilly. Okay. It made sense. Yeah. They got everybody warmed up. Everybody's like, yeah. And then we show up. <laughs> during sound check, we saw people like look around. And as soon as we played the first song, everybody literally just got up and left. There's like <laughs> three people in the crowd still. And I was like, well... Hey Sorry. guys, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we could clear a room, so I know that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I gotta say, it's a very strange mix, like you guys and the toasters, because they're not even like ska punk. They're just no. straight up, just straight ska. up like old school ska. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, and it's kind of like the show we did uh, over there at Cava Daddy. A rap show, but yeah. at least everybody yeah. stayed inside. Yeah, <laughs> and they actually moshed, so that was yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you know they're they're pretty cool in there, and and, and it's a bit of a different deal too because it's sort of like a, a, more of like a community environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like friends and stuff like that over there. But yeah, just going to like going cold to a gig in Fort Myers supporting the hosts. <laughs> that's just that that's cold, man. I don't know why they did that to you. <laughs> hey, we all got a picture together, so like. Yeah, they're cool as hell. I mm -hmm. love the Toasters. And um, actually, um, I'm making a record at the moment with some ex-members of the Toasters. They're one of my favorite bands over the years. Uh, yeah, man. All right. Well, listen, uh, is there anything you want to uh, get out there before we kind of wrap this up? Is there anything like uh, you want people to know about things up and coming, stuff like that? Every local band. Big things coming. 
<laughs> not, not sure when. Not ready. You, y'all ain't ready, y'all ain't for, ready this. for us, oh, bro. Yeah. This, this that West TP Pond. straight fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm better. I'm better than a. Uh, I'm better than Herman Lee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I have to say, you guys are charming and hilarious, and this has been one of the more fun interviews we've done in a long time. Um, so let me take a look here. Um, what we are doing this weekend O'Shea's is O'Shea's on Friday, I think, right? O'Shea's on Friday, yeah. Yeah. And then on Saturday in the day, I'm playing at Golden Juicery at noon, and um, I've just put together this bonkers like sort of looper board that um, I have all these bells and whistles and knobs and levers and stuff, and you should check it. it you know, it's bordering on steampunk. The craziness of this board <laughs> so you should come and um, see me play um, and then in the evening of Saturday we are playing at Paddy Max oh are we okay yeah yeah and then on Sunday oh, okay. something's going on what's going on on Sunday uh, okay no, you, oh yeah you'll come around my house I'm coming to your house <laughs> we're recording some stuff yeah that's yeah I remember non-Killbilly related yeah exactly Scott right. related actually as yeah, a matter of fact cool. <laughs> maybe we'll get on the bill dude yeah. <laughs> we got experience playing with ska bands yeah we got we got some ska connects ska, ska connects out here <laughs> bro the ska community ain't ready for us <laughs> <laughs> alright well listen um yeah it's been a pleasure and uh Thank you. I'll speak to you very soon. I'm sure I'll see you around. Yeah. Paris always comes through here and it's like next door all the time. So, um, you know, I'm sure we'll see each other around. And I've got to come and see a show now. Now we've chatted like this and I've seen you like, because the only time I've ever chatted to you has been like in the dark in the middle of the night you know what i mean that is so true like, i'm, I'm usually like blasted at that point <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah, like yeah. all this noise in the background you know yeah exactly sounds so sketchy i've only talked to you in the dark in the middle of the night yeah. <laughs> so, it would be more sketchy if those are sneakers <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> somebody came to me as sneakers like yeah you play a prop i'll be like whoa what <laughs> exactly um yeah so um i guess the only thing left to say is um you know please if you have any uh spare cash lying around you can go on our website and donate it's um it's uh 561music.com mm -hmm. and um yeah you know we're looking for sponsors at the moment yeah. so if you'd like to sponsor the uh show then please reach out um there's all sorts of different ways we can do it so I'm not going to kind of like start saying you know prices and things right now just get in touch with us and we'll talk about it um you it's got anything one you say? million dollars per episode yeah absolutely per minute of the episode because then I can move to Colombia and live like a king. Might be able to already do that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, no, thanks, thank you for having us on. Yeah. Thanks. Peace out.